0: Howdy, fat guy forum listeners before we get into this week's episode just a reminder that there is a great way for you to support the podcast and keep it going and that's by joining the fat guy forum patreon that you could find at patreon.com slash i use all the funds from the patreon to go for the subscriptions and equipment that are used on the podcast and if you join now you will have the opportunity to to be a part of helping decide the direction of the podcast as we dive into some new topics and try out a few new things. So I look forward to having you on board. Sign up today. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet. And once again, I have a returning guest, but it's someone who I wanted to not only check in on where they're at in their journey, but get them together because. A lot of times if you look in the social media space, you know, our weight loss journeys are portrayed as these amazing glamorous transformations and it's usually you see people's stories after they happen. You know, you're you're there at the finish line ready to celebrate with a person, but when someone is down there in the trenches and has been fighting for a long time, a lot of different things happen and we go through a lot of different things and so I wanted to bring back a person who I thought would be perfect for us to to dive into that together, uh, because he is always kind of openly and honestly sharing his challenges and his wins and all of that good stuff. And um I I, I never miss a chance to talk to chance. So that's who I brought back. It's it's chance, aka Fat Chance Trying, aka I, I the Canadian Wonder Kid. I don't know. Do we have any other should we hype you up any other way, man? Like I don't know what else there, you know. So we moose wrestling, um, moose wrestling champion.
1: Um,
0: he's never... I mean, I don't mind
1: the moose wrestling champion. That's, that's usually a good one. Um,
0: Canadian wonder kid. I'm
1: not so sure about that. There have been some pretty amazing Canadians in history, but uh, no, man, I'm happy to be back and thanks for having me. Definitely.
0: Definitely, man. So, there, I know this is going to be this is going to be hard for you to believe, Chance. But there, <clears throat> there might be some people listening who don't know who you are. So once you once you process <laughs> that fact, can you give uh, them, you know, give the people a look into who Chance is? You know what, where your story has taken you up to this point.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess for those of you who don't know me, which is odd, but whatever. Um, if you don't know me. I'm my name is Chance, and on Instagram I go by Fat Chance. Trying. Um, I started my weight loss journey back. I guess it was 2019, um, the summer of 2019. Uh, the day after Canada Day, July 1st, um, I was 600 pounds. Canada Day, I went out and I ate everything i could and then the very next day i went hardcore into a ketogenic diet i got rid of all the crap in my house i started eating clean foods i started tracking my calories and i started tracking my macros to the uh your specific i guess like keto macros 70 what, what is it for me? Seventy thirty, whatever. I don't know. That's that's what I was doing. Yeah, and that's what I was doing, and um, it worked really damn good for me. Um, over the past, I guess, two years, I have lost three hundred and twenty five pounds. Gained twenty five of that back just recently
0: um ah,
1: what else can I say um I started basically just with eating that's that's all it was was nutrition was key for me um at 600 pounds you can't you can't be a gym star pro athlete at that weight you can try you're gonna hurt
0: um
1: so yeah it was just basically eating for me nutrition I dialed it in um really good um Looking back now, like I cut hard i i will I'll see some people at their start of their journeys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing the four thousand calories a day. no, I was like right down probably from going close to ten thousand calories a day, dropping it right down to two thousand to twenty five hundred that was my that was my baseline my benchmark, and I guess everyone. It's crazy to think that a guy could do that, but like for me, it didn't seem like it was that drastic. I was still feeling full at the end of the day. I think, obviously, because my lifestyle was so sedentary, and from what I know about ketosis, the reason it works is because instead of burning sugars and carbohydrates with fuel, my body was burning the fat around my stomach and around my legs and around my ass and everything else. So I, I, I still had tons of energy. Um, and that brings me kind of up to this point, um, where, so I, I, I guess I get to back it up a bit. I put on these 25 pounds. I, I, I had an injury. I was at 275 and I had an injury and I put on these 25 pounds, and because I wasn't doing anything, um, I was kind of depressed, so I couldn't do anything. So I let, uh, I let the old habits win for a bit, and uh, I gained 25 pounds back. And, you know, some people are like, oh, whatever, it's 25 pounds. For me, it's not so much the weight gain as it was the, Crawling into those old habits and realizing, even after you have such momentous wins for two years, and you think that you're kind of untouchable and that you've broken all those old habits, no, they're there. And given the right conditions, they will come back and bite you. Yeah, and so, that's
0: in, in one your your story is in, there. There's some other there's some other milestones on your journey that I. Cause I remember when you first came on the, on the show, one of the things you were talking about, like, I think when we got to the idea of talking about a goal you had, it was to get yourself in condition to be able to go back to work and yeah, you've done that. So, you know, oh, yeah. so yeah. I'm not, and I, I just wanted to make sure we don't miss that point in the middle of all this because you know, there's, oh, a, no no you know, yeah. that's a,
1: that's it. It, it, it's crazy because like yeah, and thank you for keeping up on that because there's there's some things that I had goals that that I've forgotten about
0: and like like
1: that being able to go back to work and that was a huge one for me. Um, I'm a truck driver by trade and I was so big that I couldn't fit behind the wheel of a semi truck, let alone even my own uh, my own my own pickup truck. Like I I couldn't. I'd have to get my wife to drive me places um when i was able to
0: go back to work
1: um it it was amazing when i even was able to apply for jobs and kind of i like i wouldn't always get the ones i was applying for because of whatever reasons but like i remember just being so damn thrilled because oh my god i could sit behind the wheel of this uh semi-truck again i could crawl up the side of this semi-truck again and then to the back of a of a of a of a dump truck of, of the gravel box, things that like that were huge wins. That sometimes along the way, like I I totally forgot. Um, I know we we've talked personally before about like you know
0: how it started
1: and some things that I forgot. And like um, for for just exercise, I was always like claiming these wins just by being able to walk the perimeter of the produce section at at Walmart. That was a huge thing for me. And now sometimes I'm kicking my ass because I'm not getting like 12,000 steps a day, right? So it's, it's really crazy to see how things transform. Like, I've, it's almost, in a way, it's like I lost myself at who I was at 600 pounds. And then Somewhere along the way on this journey, I I, I lost myself uh, again to a point, and and and, I,
0: and I've almost somewhat forgotten a lot of the struggles that it
1: took to to get where I am now. And yeah, so thank you for reminding me of that. Well, well and that's and that's the
0: purpose of this discussion because I think something that people miss. You know, and this is like we love on the and I was saying this to you earlier offline, like we love in the in the social media space to talk about, you know, there is no there is no finish line. Everyone's journey is a lifelong journey and there's lots of colorful flowery language to use to say that. But the reality is when you're 600 pounds, the active weight loss portion of your journey, like the grinding portion is longer. Than someone who has to lose fifty pounds. Then someone who has to lose thirty pounds. Then someone who has to lose a hundred pounds. And that what happens is, like you said, like it can be so long that it actually has like a, has a, a mental effect on you as you're going through it. Like it's one of those things where, like, if you look at like where I started and where you started, we were starting because we knew we were gonna die. You know, motivation motivation to live is a huge kick in the pants. And then you hit a point where you're living life and you're living an active life and you're doing things that you could never do before you know you're working again you're doing all of these things you know i can go to the gym and work out you know i can walk for miles i can do all these things but i'm still not necessarily in the place where my body needs to be to be healthy and live for years like but everything all a lot of those restrictions go away and it's hard when those restrictions go away and to redefine what your focus is and redefine why you're doing it and why you're, you know, and like, I love you, you know, I love that example you used of talking about how, you know, it used to be a win to walk around the grocery store, like it used to be a win to walk around the produce section of the grocery store. And now, if you don't go as hard as you can at the gym, or get as many workouts in, you know, that's not the win, you know, like, that's not, you know, we lose that perspective, because it does, it should change, you know, the, the level that we challenge ourselves at should change, of course you know, we should push harder, we should do these things, you know, growth and development are important things. But I think I think that is one of the things that hurts a lot of people on these journeys is because you lose sight of where you were in the beginning, because we don't feel that way anymore. You know, you don't live with that pain you used to live with all the time anymore. You don't live with those things, that it's easier then for those habits to start to come back because you don't have that immediate defense of if I don't change this, something really bad is going to happen.
1: Oh yeah, exactly, and and it's and it's it it's it's like two different worlds because we needed to do this to preserve our life, and we wanted to live this life. That was the goal to to go to work and start living life again. I never once dreamed of wanting to be a gym bro like that. That to me was like so. <clears throat> and maybe that's coming from the former fat kid and the former fat guy. But I, I, the health and fitness people that I kind of like looked up to now, I would have track-talked them for hours. Like, oh, yeah, go go do jumping jacks. How about you jump into the lake, bud? Like, I'm so over your shit. And now it's like, to hell with walking around the produce section, when am I going to a triathlon or a Tough Mudder or things like that. So yeah, everything changes and it, it's like your you, your body and your mind are either two steps ahead or three steps behind each other. Like, one's in stride they're, they're, not, they're not in stride with each other. So like, you're still sometimes thinking in an old way but then all of a sudden that thinking creeps up ahead and it passes what your body wants to do. So it's like constant, like changing perspective and changing goals. And, and then and for some odd reason, that, that old mindset will creep back in for whatever reason. Like for me, it was just being complacent. And when I was complacent, not doing anything because of injury, that's when my old mindset took over because I couldn't challenge myself anymore. Physical limitations brought me back to square one mentality, but without the survival mode, right? Because you're, you're a hundred percent right. It's like, I, I was just, this, this is what my goals were basically a tank. I was, I had a job. I was living life. I could go to the gym. I could, go for a walk with my daughter and my wife. I I, I could buy normal sized clothes. I What what more did I want? And now that, now that you took away this gym from me and I'm looking at everything and I'm like, well, I'm still content. I'm not going to die. Yeah, to hell with it. So I, I just had the to hell with it moment and, and you know, sometimes people say forget the scale, but luckily, I mean, I didn't and I seen those numbers increase and it was a a weird thought to be like, okay, how much do I let this increase until this becomes a problem again? And and, and that's enough, that enough to scare me, right? That's enough, that enough to scare me back to the thoughts of being 600 pounds, lying in your own self on a broken mattress on the floor. Because that's where I was, you know? So I... I hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just no, no. It's okay. Like
0: I was just gonna say, like, and I don't think necessarily people realize too that when someone has been, you know, five hundred, six hundred pounds, and they lose 200, 300 pounds, putting on twenty five pounds is not a major feat. Like, it it can happen fast and furious. Like, it can oh. come back on intense. Like, I love when you know, I I, I chuckle. When I look at people who are like, you know, I went really hard on, you know, I went off the rails for two weeks, you know, and, and this is, and this is one of those things, like, I feel like we can have the shop talk uh, because, you know, I'm not mocking a person and I'm not, you know, downgrading their experience, but, you know, I see someone talk about, you know, I fell off the rails for two weeks. I've been off the, I've been off the rails for a month and now, you know, I brought myself to get on the scale and I'm up seven pounds and I'm going to get those seven pounds off and I'm like, well, (laughs) You know, I I had a bad Friday and I'm I'm up twelve pounds. So thanks. You know, okay, right? Like and and,
1: and and yeah, exactly. And as this is being recorded, um, and we were talking off earlier, and my stories this morning on Instagram, it was like I have tracked all week. I've been super strict. Last night I was hungry and I decided to have an extra five hundred calories. I'm up three pounds. Oh, yeah. And I, just, I, I had a bag of pork rinds, and I dipped a few in some ranch, and I'm up two pounds. And that's enough to make me almost have a mental break, because it's, it's, it's scary, and it's hard. And I mean, I, I injured myself uh, June 16th of this year, and I basically got back to work the beginning of August, sort of, right? And and between June 16th and August, I put on 25 pounds because I was eating everything. And it started with, you know what, I'm going to decide, all right, I'll take the summer off and enjoy myself. One indulgent ice cream cone at the lake with the family led to me eating a family-sized bag of Doritos almost every night. And saying, Well, I deserve this. I can I, I'll I'll go have another blizzard from Dairy Queen. Like it it was it was scary. And if if a guy continued that and and if anyone follows Gourney, he's he's done what he's done twice, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. If I continued that for three or four months, I would have been up a hundred times. With, without question. With out question, I would have been up a hundred pounds. Because it's it's easy. We and but, uh, yeah, let's talk shop and nothing's off the table, and nothing's off the table here. And, and and I always say lose weight your own way or whatever, but for guys like you and I that didn't do the bariatric route who don't have the small stomach and, and and it's not necessarily always the case but with the surgery route you have a smaller stomach you physically can't fit all that food inside i mean some people do there are cases where they will glutton themselves and it's and it's pure torture on their system just like you know us doing it, test is torture but they physically can't fit that and they'll, they'll trot right some some people succeed at times that but i'm talking about the ones that that all right, they'll they'll you know have four slices of pizza and oh man, like I physically can't eat anymore because of my surgery. Guys like you and I, no four slices of pizza, no, we'll eat the whole damn thing because there is no stopping us when when we lose that self control. We 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 don't have and we don't have that tool and that that's what it is for them. That's that's a tool for them, but we don't have that, and it all comes down to. Willpower, I guess, because it's it's so easy. And I, I I look at other guys that have never done the super big flux back up or anything like that. All the credit to them. Perhaps their willpower is more stronger than mine. But like, just just doing that and and seeing that number go up was enough to make me snap the hell out of it. Thank goodness which i
0: think is for there's i that's a win chance like that is uh, that's something i think like and and i've had to realize when i've had points like that where it's happened to me you know i've seen the i've seen weight come back on and i've i've gotten back on track like because in the past i didn't get back on track you know i didn't allow yeah. it to stop me so i think there's one thing to be conscious of is that there's a win there i want to kind of throw a coach's side note in for you on mm-hmm. um last night and today um 500 yeah. calories over where you're at is is not going to put pounds on you. It most likely is there was a lot of extra salt in the the pork rinds and the ranch dressing and you're just holding some yeah. water today. So I wouldn't I yeah. don't, don't let that beat you up too much today. Like that's a that's a no. that's a fluctuation. No, sure. Like that's a fluctuation. Like
1: but that's a part and, of the mental of course, game. Yeah, of course i put it out on Instagram and I get a million responses knowing I fully well would <laughs> and so many people that I that I talked to, that you and I both talked to, were like, "It's salt." What did you eat? I'm like, "I had pork rinds from the corner store," and they're like, "Yeah, no, it's salt. Like too much sodium. You're fine. Settle down." <laughs> so, but let's, let's yeah, let's, thank you. For
0: but, that. Yeah, I, I had to get that out there for people listening because you know I, I hear it I hear it a lot from clients that are like you know. You know the, the scale is not moving this week, and I'm like, well, you're not eating enough to put on weight. Like, so let's dive into what else is going on. But okay, coaches side note aside, um, the idea that I I think the bigger thing is to realize that these journeys are about cumulative wins. Like these journeys are about the fact that you know you didn't allow 25 to become 100 and 100 to become 200, and it means being real with yourself, though, like, you know, because I know you're someone who doesn't let yourself off the hook, you know, and you don't let other people off the hook. Like, you're not someone – you're not going to sit down and, you know, I don't see you in the morning, like, dropping a bath bomb in the tub and lighting a candle and, and opening <laughs> opening your journal and being like, you know, it's time for Chance to write a, note, a letter to himself about self-love today. But I think there is a lot of self-love in what you do it's just we express it all we we all build it out there differently but i think you're honest with yourself and you know i think those are what you you need to be honest with and i you know i've been honest with myself about is like we've grown you know with there's development that has happened and because our baseline is that family size bag of doritos every night is those are those you know Reese's peanut butter cups with potato chips inside of them you know <laughs> Hi. say hi to yeah. say hi to keto D um, for that. But um, like, it's that idea that like, when you for decades, have built this baseline of you know, let's be let's be on, you know, it's like a baseline of being lazy, a baseline of gorging yourself with food. And we want to make change. And let's, you know, you've been making change for two years. So I think the change you've made is, you know, an incredible win. Because you're, in this two years, fighting back decades of bad habits and decades of, you know, we could even get into like the neuroscience of the pathways in your brain, like how food impacts you, you know, and the dopamine hit and what your body craves and wants, you know, like an addict, like my body does, like a lot of people's bodies do, like, you know, so the idea that you're fighting that, it's not necessarily, it's, I think, I don't think it's a, a, someone else who hasn't gone, you know, back up in weight has more willpower it's, we're all dealing with different challenges. And like, that's, that's the unglamorous part of this is that, you know, there is no one size fits all on, you know, in clothes and in in weight loss plans and journeys, like, it is about navigating your way through your journey, and figuring out what are the things that you need to you need to remember to pay attention to, like that we sometimes forget we lose sight of, like, you know, I have a, a client that I work with, who was well over 500 pounds and one of the things when we started working together was he's like he's not concerned about getting you know into the 400s on you know getting out almost out of the 400s on his own like that doesn't concern him his concern is when he gets into that 350 375 range and life starts to get easy you know it's not the same anymore you know walking to the car is not a challenge anymore going up the stairs in the house is not a challenge anymore Putting your shoes on in the morning—it's not a challenge anymore. And when we lose that hardship, you know, it's almost like then we have to find more hardship because if we don't keep focus on it, we don't keep some kind of hardship in our life. It's easy to fall back into comforting, you know, comfort ways, like to go back into those. And it's and they can be habits that we're really conscious of. Like that's the thing. Like, you know, I you know I love to talk to people about building new habits and building consistency and all of those things. But I think it's also really real to say that you can build all of those great things, but that old habit that, makes, that gives you that feel good moment is still waiting there. You know, like, you know, so often I get DMs and I'm sure you do too, um, where people are like, you know, tell me that someday I won't have to fight this anymore. Tell me that this goes away. And it's, it's hard, and, but it's honest to say, it, I don't think it ever goes away. I think it's you get better at recognizing it, you get better at responding to it, and you grow stronger in other areas and you learn to kind of push your way through the trenches. Like it's not cliché to say that this will be a lifelong fight. You know, to know that, you know, that enemy is waiting around the corner for you. Like and it doesn't mean you won't have moments of peace. You know, that's the that's not the message I want people to take away from this discussion that like, oh crap, like here's these two guys who, you know, have been successful But they're basically telling me that life is hell, you know, and you're going to be at war forever. Like it's not – that's not what it's about. It is about, you know, just as someone who goes on a a journey to become a bodybuilder eventually gets stronger, you know, and sees their body develop and change, you know, when you're on a weight loss journey, your personality and your skills and all of that are going to grow and change and develop. But if you don't have something to work towards and something to challenge yourself with – that's when like you it's a word that you used that I think is something that is probably the enemy of most people who are trying to lose weight. And that's complacency. You know, it's that idea of just being comfortable. And, you know, because comfort breeds more comfort. And it's, you have to figure out for yourself, what does it mean to be uncomfortable when your body like, you know, when your body doesn't hurt anymore, you know, when your body isn't fighting back against you as much, you know, it's, being able to, to find your way through. And that's that's the great thing about this discussion we can have is, like, we wanted to talk about how there's there's a, a glamorous filter for every picture you want to put up on Instagram. But then there's the reality of, of everything that we deal with and everything that we go through. You know, there's this unglamorous side to things that people should talk about because I think then in some ways it becomes more glamorous. Like, you know, it becomes more real, uh,
1: you know. Go ahead. It uh, does. Yeah it definitely becomes more real when we talk about it. And it, I I was saying to you again, kind of like offline. um, When I, I didn't do social media. I I had a Facebook, my mom's on there, my brothers, and I follow a few like marketplace groups or whatever. That's all, that's all I did on social media. And then I got Instagram. I'm going to be the next big, you know, I'm I'm gonna go on that one too, um, and then there was also information on there. So I started this thing, and I started my Instagram, and 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 a lot of what I was seeing was like, oh, this is glamorous. This 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 looks so easy. Shit, if it didn't kind of come easy to me, like I, I I I I I say this like the the initial the the, the initial two hundred fifty pounds drop was like it just like I just didn't have to eat like an idiot anymore. It it seemed to work. Not everyone's gonna have that kind of success. Not everyone's gonna be the same way. Um but then there's a lot of things that they don't tell you. Like, okay, I'm saying now it just seemed to work. But as as I'm sitting here right now, man, like I remember writing posts like Jesus Christ, why is this so hard? You know? It's it's such a, it's such an odd thing to look back at a journey. And two years seems like an eternity ago, and yet it seems like yesterday when I first went to uh, the bariatric clinic to get on the waiting list for bariatric surgery. I I was a candidate for it. Obviously, I'm apparently I'm still on the damn list. I I'm, you know, but that was the only. Scale that I could use was the one in my city where this bariatric treatment clinic is. They, I mean, that or go to some industrial shop and then get made fun of by a bunch of guys that, you know, this guy got on on the on the on the weight scale at like a pad scale, like like Alex did, right?
0: That those those
1: were my only two options. Was was to go to this bariatric clinic or find some sort of industrial. Um, I don't know, man. It's just it it it, it isn't glitz and glamour, and, and I think I've been fairly open in my journey that that it always isn't. Um, and and back to your point about telling people that like this 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 isn't all hell. There's there's gonna be hard times, but there's also gonna be so many good times too. And. I guess it's just like about finding a sort of balance in between the both of them, you know, take, take the wins, remember the wins, which is something I struggle with. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call myself a perfectionist by any means, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hard on myself and like, uh oh, I'll, I'll have a win. I'll celebrate it and then be like, Oh, no, not good enough. Do better or strive for the next win because i am i'm afraid of that complacency because it's it's something that that lurks in the back of my mind and then i let it happen um over the course of this summer and that scared me and there's there's, this gets said a lot on on social media and i'm not exactly sure that turn of phrase exactly. It does get repeated a lot, but um, it's something to do with like a percentage or whatever, but a lot of people who lose extreme amount of weight really, really quickly will gain it all back really, really quickly. And I'm like, in my head, um, like on a daily basis that runs through my head, I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm gonna be one of those people, right? Like, and then, then I think that's why I get hard on myself and 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 I show that it's not always sunshine and rainbows because I really believe that there's a lot of people out there who think the same way. Like they'll be damned if they're not gonna go back because, because you see it happen a lot. You see these people, they 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 get these Instagram accounts and they lose their hundred pounds, their hundred and twenty pounds, and then they disappear and then they pop back up six months later. Kind oh, of gotta start over. Again. And, I mean, I'm glad that, that that they do pop back up and want to start over, but it's just it's such, a, such an entanglement of emotions doing this. And you're right to say that your personality does change, too. Like, er- everything about you changes. The way you think, the way you feel, what you thought was right for you, like what, what I thought was right for me two years ago isn't right for me now it, because I'm a different human being. Oh, I lost, I lost two, two human beings, two healthy human beings. I've lost them in weight. Um, I've lost one really, really big guy, you know? So, so like, it's, it's just, ah, oh, man. Uh, it's, it's so hard to unravel all of it But that's sometimes a, yeah. because, I don't know. Go ahead. Oh. No, well, know yeah, gonna. no. What I want to
0: say, like, I I think a, a thread through all of that, like, has a lot to do with the fact that too often we, as people, you know, as as especially like as as bigger people, we have this idea that we're going to go on this this weight loss journey, and then we're going to get back to life as it was before. Like, I see all the time when people are like, "When can I be normal again?" When can I quote, you know, when can, and what I think the bigger realization that has to come is we're headed, you have to see it as heading into uncharted territory. Like you have to see it as you're like, because we, you know, we do Transformation Tuesdays and we throw this transformation word around, but it has to be this idea that you're defining a new normal for yourself. You read and you define it and you redefine it. Like I think that's one of the reasons why. When I lost the weight in 2012, 2013, I put it back on so fast was I did no work on who I was the person and my mindset and all of those pieces of it because all I had was this desire of get to a certain weight on the scale and then I could do what I wanted to again. you know, then I can go back to that life that I lived before. And we have to be honest about that life that we lived before was not serving us as human beings. you know, the behaviors, those habits, all of those things were not getting us any further where we wanted to be in life. And, you know, there may be some people that are living there and are happy and I, you know, I applaud them and good for you. But it's this idea of if you want to make change, you have to be willing to be scared, to scared, you know, scared, but brave enough to step into the unknown and say, I don't know what my life is going to be like when I lose 300 pounds. I don't know what I'm going to be like. Like I look at like, you know, how emotional I can get about some things now. Like there's because I used to use food all the time to to deaden emotion. Like it's this idea that, you can you have to start to really get to know yourself again. And I think it's in knowing yourself that you start to see, you know, then what are the things that you still need to work on? and what are the things that are still challenging you? And it's when we're afraid to get to know ourselves and we're just hoping to get back to that place where we were comfortable before. And somehow magically now, you know, this is, you know <laughs> you know, again, we're, we're on, on some levels, we can just jaw about things like I, I saw someone, That, you know, I I consider a friend on Instagram this week, make a post where it basically was like, if you restrict foods, you know, that's what leads to food problems. So if you just allow that food to be around and just have one serving of it, you'll never have problems with it. And I'm like, did you just basically tell everyone to just automatically magically be a moderator? I'm like, you as a person, were not. Able to do that. Like, me as a person was not able to do that. And, you know, and I don't fault this person because I think I think the attitude is right. Like, if you can, if because if we all could just eat, you know, what is one serving of of Doritos? It's like listed on the bag is probably like 12 chips. Like, if you could just have 12 chips and be satisfied, there would be no problems. You know, it's like I say it all the time, you know, we're headed into that holiday season, and when I'm talking with clients, and I'm like, if Thanksgiving Day. And Christmas Day were the only days that were food problems for people. We wouldn't have weight issues that we have, you know, because it's it's about the 363 other days of the year. Like, there's, it's not. And I, now I don't know why I'm rambling, but you know, it's not about being able. It's 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 about like again. I'll bring. I'll try to bring it back into focus. I think it's about being able to define for yourself what you can do. And if someone discovers that they can be a moderator more power to them like you know a a lot of people are jealous of that if you realize that there are foods that you have to restrict or the things you know like when i i've I've talked to people who you know get mad when i have guys on the show that have had surgery because they you know they get into that place of you know that person cheated or that person you know all of those negative attitudes and i'm like do you do you honestly think that someone who makes the decision to have the the physical size of their stomach changed goes into that decision lightly Like we know, there are outliers who do that. You know, you know, there's someone out there who's like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be my key to happiness, like with magic, and I don't have to do any other work." Those are also the people that put the weight back on after surgery. You know, most of the guys that most of the guys that I talk to, you know, like like John Arpino, like Rob, my weight is history. Like they they knew that they were gonna have to seize the opportunity using that tool and make the changes they needed to make. You know, in their heads. You know, the same way when you know i see people I, I have people that reach out to me and i'm sure you do with someone in the keto space you know who say you know i want to go keto because you know my my cousin did my sister-in-law did keto and she lost 30 pounds really fast and said she was never hungry again in her life and it's like well that's a lie you know that's not true <laughs> you know she people are hungry again like it, they want we all want we all want something magically easy and something that's going to give us give us the answer and but allow us to do it without really having to do the work and the work is the dirty part. The work is the trenches. The work is, you know, the work, a weight loss journey is like a tough mudder because you never know what the next obstacle is going to be. You know, are you going to be crawling in the mud under electric wires? Are you going to be trying to climb, you know, climb a, climb a wall without a rope? You know, are you going to have to run uphill or run downhill? Like the chain, the, the challenges change every day. And it, you have to keep your eyes open and be willing and, to, uh, to face then, them. Go ahead.
1: And 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 I feel like like the analogy to the tough mother there. And back to um, the the not having our our crutch, right? Like we we and and dealing with those emotions. Like sometimes we'll get on this obstacle and like, no, yeah, I don't have a rope anymore to help us climb this. Because before we had our cuts, we, we had our way to deal with our emotions when we're going through the, through the process, when we're dealing with all the shit that we're dealing with. It was food. And just like a a,
0: a, a drug addict
1: or, or an alcoholic, anyone who suffers from any sort of addiction, they have that cut. So now, we want to live this healthy lifestyle, and we don't have that. And for me, it was thirty three years of having that 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 trust, that way to
0: deal with my
1: emotions when obstacles came up. Take that away, and you just gotta you just gotta free ball it. You gotta figure that out on your own and sometimes that's gotta be the hardest thing you guys can do because you you're you're relearning everything. And all of a sudden, you're a new person. You're a new human being, and you don't you don't know who you are. One day, the next day, you're so confident in who you are,
0: and then the next
1: day, you're you're no longer confident in that person because
0: you don't know him.
1: You're kind of afraid of him, and all you keep telling yourself is like, "I can't go back to those old ways. I can't use those old crutches." So what do you do? You, I, and as as cliche and as stupid as it sounds, it's like all you do is you just push forward through it. You 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 make that rope. You you tear down the wall. You just you just keep fighting no matter how fucking messy the kids.
0: I it. oh yeah, yeah. And you can acknowledge that it's messy. I think that's the biggest message. You know, if anything we're talking about today is like let's acknowledge that it's not clean. It's not a simple, there's not a simple straight line. It's, there are days where it's hard. You know, there are days where it's very freaking hard, you know, where, you know, I've, I've told these stories in the past before of like, basically, you know, crying myself to sleep at different points. Like it is not easy. And this, and this is where it gets cliche. Cause it's like, it's not easy, but it's worth it. But Worth it means something because it's not just about, you know, because you are earning your life back. You are earning, you know, for a lot of people, this is about, you know, finding their way back to having access to the world and access to life. Like, you know, you know what it's like to have your world be very small and very restricted. You know, you, you know, I don't have to tell that story to you. Like, but you know, you still know that there's, there's crap days. Like, you know that there's times, like one of the things, you know, that, that we, we talk about you know, in, in DM groups and, you know, one-on-one and like wanted to talk about today is like, you know, there's this whole idea that like, there are days where you love your body and you're proud of what your body has done. And then there are days where you don't want to look yourself in the mirror, you know, but like specifically the topic of body dysmorphia, like it's not talked about with men a lot because it's this idea of, you know, guys just, you know, are happy even being the big guy, like, you know, even when you're not that big, like, it's like that just a thing that you're expected to have it kind of roll off you. And, you know, men and women deal with this idea of, you know, what we see, you know, and this is, this is something I think especially people that go on extreme weight loss journeys go on. Like you have moments where you can, you know, and I've seen it from you in your post, you know, when you, some of the, some of the times where like you go on, you've gone into a store and you've tried on a size and been surprised how it fits or, you know being able to wear something specific you know put put on it you know i love the your old canada sweatshirt and your new canada sweatshirt like you know you have those moments where it's like this is an incredible win and then you have other moments where you're like you know i you know i went from having this life where yeah i was in a lot of pain and yeah i might have died soon but at least i had all these quote unquote things that made me happy and now i'm in this body where I don't want to look at it right now, you know, I, I see every flap, I see every wrinkle, I see every bulge still, like, you know, the way our brains play with us over ourselves, like, it's okay to to go through that mess as well, like to go through that place of, I'm not sure what I want to see when I look, when, you know, when I'm looking in the mirror, like, I'm not, I'm not always happy with it, you know, like, it's, it doesn't mean that you hate yourself, you know, like, that's the other thing is like, when people are like, you should just love what's there. And it's like, I do love myself, you know, I do love everything about myself, like, but there are times where it's like, okay, you, you you fall into those mind games of like, have I, have I changed at all? Because like, I'm sure you go through this too, like, where you still have, like, especially when you have been so large that your dimensions took up, you took up more space, that you don't think you're gonna, you don't think you're gonna fit into a space. Like, I, I, you, you, it was a, you bought a smaller car recently. Like the idea of getting into it. Like, I'm sure there was a moment at first where you were like, am I going to fit into this thing? Like, you know, you, all of no, those yeah. mind when, games when are I, so wild.
1: Yeah, no, I, I wanted a cheaper commuter car. And, um, just the idea a lot about buying this smaller car. See, see my whole plan is like, all right, I was going to get this car, and I was going to let my wife drive it. And then I was going to drive the van because, you know, fat guys love vans. And <laughs> and I'm like, no, I didn't need to. I was like, no, you can still drive your van. It's still good on gas. I'll drive this kind of little commuter car because I fit in it. And it, it just it just blew my mind that, and we talked about that privately too, I couldn't fit into that car, that type of car when I was a teenager in high school. And I'm thirty five years old, and i and I sit into that car, and I'm thinking like, man, when I was a teenager in high school, I just thought I, thought I was the big guy. I didn't think I was that big, but apparently I was that damn big and 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 and, and to go back to about just being the big guy, and that's supposed to be good enough no as 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 men, and I may not be speaking for all, but I'm going to probably speak for a good majority we care about our how our body looks just as much as women and the worst thing that i see about that is we are not allowed to we are allowed but we're not allowed to talk about it as much as women do you you can see a girl do the typical naked pose with her knees up around her boobs hugging herself some guided that, you know how much heat that guy would get for it. I mean, I he would just be a joke. And I was like, no, you're not as a man, you're not allowed to be that. You know, you're, you're supposed to be old fish and have a beer belly. You don't think guys look at other guys, and I know comparisons the thief of joy, and I'm the worst.
0: Self admittedly, the worst
1: guy to compare. I will like, but you don't think we will? We'll be throwing our feet and see, you know. A guy with a nice pecs and chest, and you've got the, the the rippling back and all that stuff. You you don't think we look at that and go like, "Damn, don't I feel like shit today?" All right, it's gonna be one of those days
0: where I hate myself. But then,
1: like you said, and then the next day, it's like, yeah, but I did lose three hundred and fifty pounds, and I look pretty all right for a guy that lost three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 it, It it is a lifelong journey, folks. It is a lifelong journey, and there isn't going to be always good days, and there isn't always going to be shitty days
0: either. And that's, I don't want us just to talk about the, you know, I want, we're we're exposing a lot of, like, the the things that people don't talk about, but I don't want us just to dwell on the the negative side. Like, one of the reasons I wanted to, you know, also have this discussion with you is because I see you facing these challenges and going through them. Like you're you're collecting those tough mutter medals, you know, every week. Like, what do you, when you think about, you know, the the challenges you face when it comes to like body dysmorphia and like even just that idea of falling back into old habits. Like, what are the things that you think allow you to continue to keep moving forward? Like, what is the what is the good stuff going on that you're doing that you think are the things that allow you to say, okay, chance, you know, that was a bad day, that was a bad week, but we we still have this amazing year going on, so we're moving forward.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, that, that's
1: a weird one. And and because I have a hard time giving myself credit. Um, and, I, and I'm thankful for the friends I have on Instagram that are, you know, just Instagram friends, but I also have real-life friends that, that follow me as well. Um, and... And and my and my my cousins-in-law made a really good point to me the other day, when I was talking about my size and how I wasn't happy with it and putting on all uh, back all all this weight. And he's like, "Yeah, but I look at you and I look at you when you were in the gym and you look like the same guy that was in the gym with me a few months ago." He's like, "Obviously, you've gained some muscle and you you've took on your body is changing." And he's like, think of where you were when you first started this gym.
0: And when I first started
1: the gym, I started this new job I'm currently at. And I didn't think about the gym so much as I thought about how I performed my first few weeks at this new job compared to how I'm performing the same tasks that I am now. And I'm doing these tasks with like complete zero effort. Like they're they're just easy. And when I first started oh man they they were difficult they they, they were hard so I, I I think I just know that I have to continue because I know that it's going it's only going to get better and I, and the thought that it's only going to get better the more I push through it is what keeps me going because it's, it's always like I that going forward and looking back, going forward and looking back
0: kind of mentality.
1: It's like, if I didn't continue to push myself when I was 600 pounds, it would have got worse. But I did, and it only got better. So even though you're struggling, kind of like I am now, I'm in this bit of a struggle space now, even though I'm struggling, I just know that, and again, the cliche thing (laughs) comes in I, I like you, your, you survived every one of your worst days. Like, and, and, and going back to the beginning of when we started talking, like me saying, I didn't like the gym bros, and I didn't like health and fitness people. I used to hate anything cliche and lobby and musty and whatever, but those cliches are so true. And I guess maybe that's why they're cliche for a reason, because Man, if we didn't survive all of our worst days, I survived being 600 pounds and suicidal.
0: You know what? I'll probably
1: survive this 25-pound weight gain if I just keep moving forward. That's, that, You know, it, again, it sounds so cliche, but it's the damn truth. Well, it is, and it's about
0: having perspective. And that's one of the things, like when when we come around, you know, every week there's you know, Transformation Tuesday and Throwback Thursday and these things on. And one of the things I see happen all the time on Throwback Thursday on Instagram. So for people who aren't on big on social media, Throwback Thursday is when people will post kind of like memory pictures and things that happened in their past that they don't deal with anymore or changes or challenges they've overcome, you know, all of that. And you sometimes will see people there's a there's a lot of times messages being spirit headed of, you know, never look back, only look forward, never look back you know, because when you look live in the past, you get stuck there. And I think there's a difference between having perspective on your past and being stuck in your past. Like, I think it's really, it is really important to, you know, ha- at times, like, and for someone like you or like me, for us to sit down every so often right now and write down a list of the things that we couldn't do before we get started, you know, go back to that list of things that were too hard. You know those things that we just physically could were not capable of. Those spaces we could not fit into. Those things, those those stores we could, you know, all of those things like it it's almost like having that pile of wins, you know, allows you to remember, you know, I did that, you know, this is pretty badass that I did that. So if I'm pretty badass, what could I do next? You know, what what am I going to do to challenge myself now? And I think it's about Allowing your that way forward to still have goals defined, like there's a difference between hitting your your weight loss goal and being complacent and hitting your weight loss goal and then saying, okay, what comes next? Because I honestly, I 100% believe that for a person who has a significant weight loss to sustain that weight loss and to move forward, that they always have to have something they're working towards. And it doesn't always have to be the scale And it doesn't always have to be something weight related, but they need to have something to put that energy towards because it was finding that new focus that allowed you to move out of that old place, you know? And yes, at first that focus is changing food and, you know, moving the scale and all of that. But eventually when you don't necessarily have to put as much energy into those things, you need something else to fill up that space. You need a new challenge. It's why I love when you see, you know, I... I literally have no personal desire to ever step onto a transformation bodybuilding stage. I applaud the guys that do it. I've had a lot of them on the show recently, but it's finding something for yourself that allows you to keep moving that forward. So if for me, the challenge is more about, well, I want to get my, you know, the time on my mile on the treadmill down lower, or I want to lift more weights in the gym, or I have... A creative project that I've always wanted to work on, or I want to make a change in my career, or I want to build, you know, one of the things I love hearing, like when I talk to guys on this show is, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys will start their weight loss journeys, because they want to be there for their families, and they want to survive and support their families or build a family. And then when we get to the end of the episode, and I always ask that question of, you know, what's one goal you're working on, that's not health, fitness or weight loss related. And they talk about working on relationships with people whether that's with family, with their children, with friends, you know, it's that idea of having something to put your focus on, because it allows you to have something to keep working towards and keep something to keep you moving. And if that's, you know, getting a better career, but get, you know, you've got you hear people who are like, you know, there's a car I've always wanted to own that I could never fit into and I want to get one of those cars like, you know, there's, I think there's got to be something to look forward towards, so that you're not just, you know, you're not always just looking back but you've got something to put that energy towards because we need, we need something. You know, like there's this, again, I love, you know, you pointed out the fact that cliches are cliches because they're true. For a lot of us, we use food to fill a hole that we know that it was never going to fill. You know, it was a black hole. Like it was, you know, this bottomless pit that we were trying to fill with food, but there's still that space within us that we have to find something that's going to fill that. And I love when you see someone discover that they really enjoy making YouTube videos or they really get into writing or they really get into like working with other people or, you know, finding that thing for them that allows them to then start to. Because when you go through this journey, like a big part of it is building mindfulness around what was missing in your life, you know, because and for some people it was just. It was just years of bad habits and it had nothing to do with the emotional side of things. But if it does have something to do with the emotional side of things for you as a person, finding something that gives you that satisfaction is so important. And I I think you said that you said this kind of early on in our discussion, you know, just talking about trying things and then trying something new. Like, I think it's always about, you know, if what you try doesn't give you that satisfaction, try something else always being willing to find something new, always being willing, you know, the same thing, you know, and I've watched over the years, you know, your workouts evolve, like the different things that you've tried and the different things that you've done. And am I gonna, you know, we've got friends, you know, we the oft mentioned on this show, you know, Alex Poro, like going from, yeah, I, you know, uh, the stairs I to- just, cr- I was
1: just, I was just waiting for my intro and I was gonna bring him up too. He is the king of trying new things. And it's always, it's always like health and fitness related. But like, because him and I are close, and we're close with our group or whatever. Um, he when when I started following him, he was crossfit, 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 crossfit. crossfit.
0: Then it was like, all right,
1: transformation. I got to get on stage, and, and and he pushed himself to do that. And now it's like bodybuilding, 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 Like the the, the guy jumped from one thing to the other. Knowing him personally, he he acts like a bitch for about two weeks in between those things, but then he goes about his way and does it. <laughs> but like it's 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 amazing to watch him do that, you know. And and it's definitely something that I guess I sort of struggle with because, and I and I have talked to you personally about this. Like I need to create some goals, something that I that I want to do because. I keep going back to the i wanted to go back to work i'm back at work i'm i'm happy there i i wanted to be able to do things in the gym and eh, i did them in the gym I, I i need to create some new goals and and i think maybe after this episode i might sit down with the pen and the paper and try to figure out what the hell i want to do next because cause honestly, I, I, I don't know at this point. I I need to go. I know some people are pushing really hard for me to do a transformation class weight loss thing on stage. And, and part of me wants to do it. The other part of me is like, eh. it, it it's not necessarily have always been my thing. I'm not a – I'm not that those people that go and do that are, are show-offs or whatever. But I'm just – I'm not a get-on-stage type of guy. That's like eh, whatever. I I can care less.
0: But the other part's
1: like eh, maybe I should get uncomfortable with that and push my boundaries. And uh,
0: the other part's
1: like eh, maybe I should just I don't know, see how much wood I can cut in an hour. Like I I have no idea where I'm going with this, and I think I need to work on that personally.
0: But I think that's the that's the mindfulness that's there. Like that's the important thing is like that willingness to work on it is, is the key. It's not about what that answer is. You know, it's it's not about what you come up with as that list. Like in the end, it's the fact that you come up with the list, you know, it's that you come up with it, you know, it's about finding, you know, and it is about, you know, getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and find trying new things and discovering whether it's something that's good for you or not good for you. I mean, I look at, you know, I look at people like, you know, Obese Beast did a transformation body show years ago, and he did it, and he came out of it and was like, "I am never doing that again." You know, that was not the thing for me. You know, that was not the thing that I need to do. You know, I think it's okay. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I would, you know, we've been talking for a while, and I don't want to take up your whole Saturday, but I, I think a good thing for us to kind of segue into it is this place of realizing, you know, as we have this giant, you know, kind of discussion about putting ourselves out there also on social space and, you know, all, what that comes into is going back to that idea of the compare, you know, the comparison trap, you know, you put out that, that, that saying, comparison is the thief of joy and you can be excited for what you see your friends doing and realize what they're doing. Isn't necessarily the thing for you, but it can still inspire you to find that thing for you. Like I think there is, you know, there's something really powerful about celebrating someone else's win and then realizing hey i want to win and i got to figure out what that win is going to be for me like what does that look like what is it what does it look like in the end like is it about doing x y or z like what is the thing for me that's going to keep me motivated and keep me going and seeing every seeing other people have those things happen you know is a big part of like creating some some wonderful power you know we all love to talk about you know, it would be, you know, the world would be a better place if social media went away tomorrow. You know, like, if they cut the power to the to the internet, like, there a lot of the negative side would go away. But I think we would also lose so much positive energy. You know, so there is... You yeah, know, I what mean, pe- what I've pe- always been a... a
1: mm-hmm. Go ahead. I've um, always been a firm believer in social media is what you make of it. Um, and... You know, let's just call this the episode of name drops. But I'm gonna name drop John, like our Pino, J- journey. Him and I—he's—he's he's bariatric.
0: I'm not
1: bariatric. I, not nah, whatever. I don't know what you want to call it, with without whatever. But like, I found his journey super inspiring, and he inspires me every day. And like when he had the like the skin removal surgery around his chest, I'm like, yeah, to me. That that inspires me, that's that goal. that's what I want. We're on a different path. He went about it a different way. I'm gonna go about it a different way. But I'm so happy that he for him that he did that. Like I'm, I I'm I'm over the moon that he did that for himself. Because like he he encourages and supports people who want to wanna do that. And and, and and to me that's something that that I get excited about. I, I can go on Instagram and I can see these people that I that, that I talk to smashing their goals and encouraging others to do that, like, it, it does. It, it hypes me up.
0: It makes me want to
1: push harder um, not to be like them, but just have that same sort of energy and give that energy back into the world, right? Now, I think that's why social media can be such a good tool instead of everyone just always bitching that it's negative. It's only negative because you're seeing it as a negative. Well and that's as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, that's what it goes back to. It's like it goes back to, you know, I my off discussed idea of like some of the concepts of stoic philosophy. Like it's the idea that, you know, it's not the situation that's bad, it's your reaction to the situation that's bad. And it's not it's not that social media in and of itself is this horrific beast. It's that at times we allow it to be a horrific beast for us or other people use it that way. But and that's why, like, if someone out there listening is like they are they are in that place of seeing other people win and allowing that that makes them feel bad about themselves, that maybe it is, you know, maybe it's time then to say, let me let me take a little bit of a break and define for myself what wins look like. You know, let me figure out for myself, you know, don't allow yourself to keep feeding into something that's not giving you a positive benefit back. But if you can have that perspective that communal wins are powerful then you you end up having you end up getting so much more out of it for yourself. Like when you're able to cheer other people on, you know, it's this idea. Like I mean, I think back like when I was first starting, you know, out in the, out in the Instagram space, especially like in the keto space, and I would see someone share, you know, whether it was a giveaway they won or they got sponsored by someone or something along, you know, those things that were like, oh, you know, I just wish that was me. I wish like that I could do that. Like I wish I had that number of follow. You know, it's all of that when you allow that comparison to rule your mind that's when that's when you you realize that it's holding you back and it's when you can get back to this place of the most the most pure part of the Instagram experience specifically is the idea that it's a sharing platform that it's about being able to share your truth and your journey and the things that are important to you and it doesn't matter you know if you're then you know it's when you've got a third party app on your phone then that is tracking how many likes you got within a certain amount of time and and did that did that post have the reach you wanted it to have when you get bogged down in all that bullshit is when it becomes this this baggage that you're carrying but when you can remember that it's this idea that you do these things for yourself and if it helps someone else wonderful you know if it, someone else gives you some positive feedback on it wonderful but when you're living for that feedback and that starts to become a negative when you don't get the amount that you want, then it's okay to say, let me let me take some perspective on this. Let me realize that I also have people in my day-to-day life, you know, family that care about me and that I need to be there for. And, like, that's important, too. And they're not sitting on Instagram scrolling through my reels. Like, this is something where, in all of what we're talking about, the idea of perspective is just so powerful.
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. Perspective is everything. Um, if you have perspective on your positive outlook on life, and that's another thing that I probably should have touched on way back at the beginning of the episode. My perspective to life at six hundred pounds was pretty negative, and I played a lot of the uh, played the victim a lot. I I I would blame others for all my issues. Then I went to therapy, changed my mindset, which changed my perspective. Perspective and it changed my outlook and then it changed the outcome. The perspective is huge. Like if, if if we see ourselves in a negative light, well, we're probably going to be negative people and do shitty negative things to ourselves. If we see ourselves in a, in a in a positive light, like that, hey, I can handle this. I can get this done. Yeah, it's going to suck, but I got it. Then you know what? You probably do got it. You'll 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 push through. And I've had I've had to give myself a few reality checks. I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I've I've always been pretty straightforward with everything. Um and that was one of the ideas I had going into my weight loss, is I had to be straightforward with everything. I had to be straightforward with myself. So why as well not be straightforward with the people I'm sharing this with? Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you on, on the whole perspective of everything.
0: Well, I'm just always glad when you agree with me because I would be terrified if you, <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be terrified to be on the, on the receiving end of one of those talking to's. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Some people, I, I mean, I, I'd give a few of them and, and eventually I get my point mm-hmm.
0: well, across. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and Well, that's one of the other benefits of of the connections you build on social media is finding those people that are willing to have real talk with you, you know? And I, I, I hear that sometimes like when people are like, well, how do I find those people? And, you know, I think I found most of those people by interacting, you know, by posting what I put, you know, posting my, my truth, posting my experience and looking for other people that I resonated with and then sending them a DM and saying, you know, I'd love to talk about this sometime, like realize that most people out there aren't as intimidating, you know, as, as, as we think, and sometimes you can make some really honest, like true connections. And, and I think it's a, it's a, it's one of the, and, and, one of the most wonderful things in and, the end.
1: And, and again, if you're looking for connections and interactions, somebody's follower count don't mean shit, go, go, go talk to them. If you have a question for somebody who's had major success, losing weight, and they got this huge high follower count number. They might talk to you. They might not. They might snub you. Whatever. Move on. Don't 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 let it ruin your life. Um, but like, don't I don't know. So like now now we're totally getting this whole social media topic or whatever. Like not trying to take that over, but like don't let a follower count dictate how you feel about someone, how you feel about yourself. It's it's, it's an arbitrary number. Be you. Be authentically you. Don't try to be somebody you're not because that doesn't work. We all know this. we're adults. We'll figure it out.
0: So, well, I, I I have just really enjoyed this conversation and I think people are going to get a lot out of it. Like I, I think I appreciate your willingness to just again, be the, be, be the authentic you you are, you know, and have some real talk, you know, for the people listening out there. Like, I think in the end, we want, I hope that the message people take from this is, as down and dirty as things get, there's there's still so much that is above ground and in the sun and wonderful, you know, that comes from doing the hard work and being willing to face the hard parts of it. And it's when you you go through it, you know don't don't look for anything that's going to allow you to go around these challenges you know find your way through them and when you come out on the other side you come out a changed person you come out a stronger person and you come out someone who is willing to handle anything that that's thrown their way
1: definitely
0: so just i just definitely. wanted to say a big thank you man for for sitting down with me again today i know you're i when I think of, of, I assume that you live in a log cabin, um, with out in the, the woods. And, you know, so <laughs> the fact that you were able to set up the antenna and get to the internet today for us, I just really appreciate it. So I know that, I know that that's, an, I, I know it's not true. I do, I do, yeah. often, I do often hope that you have, you know, a herd of, of moose living on land and, a, a maple syrup tree right outside your front door. But that's just my awful perspective and my bad perspective on, on Canada. Not, like, not, not, not gonna lie.
1: I, I did see uh, five moose about a week ago just outside of town. They're see? all grouped up. So, see? so you, 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 you can believe whatever you want to believe. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank I, you again, I, 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 I do appreciate you for yeah. having me out again. It's always enjoyable. I love it when we talk either on here or just
0: offline as well.
1: Always have a good time and always kind of helps clear my mind. It's been a little bit of a therapy session for me today as well. So appreciate it.
0: Of course, man. And and I know some people listening are going to want to follow you and and see what you come up with when you sit down and create that list of what the next goals you're working on are. So if they do want to connect with you, man, what is what is that Instagram handle they can follow you at?
1: Um. That underscore chance
0: underscore trying. There we go. That's
1: pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You bet.
0: I like it, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm not going to take you through the fat guy five because you've been through that before. You know.
1: Yeah. But, no worries.
0: So I will I'll end this this way. Chance, like, are is there anyone out there that you want to send a shout out to that we haven't name dropped yet this
1: episode? Yeah, no, because we've named up like. Uh, everybody. Um, no, I'm good. I, I I think I think I got everybody. I mean, like I, I okay. Um, Crushing keto. What's up, Caleb? I love you, Chris. You're handsome. Uh, Derek. I don't know. Let's get stoned. <laughs> mm. Let that's everybody I can think of at the moment. Hey, there we spot.
0: go. <laughs> I put you, I, I, I put you in the hot, I put you in the hot seat, so you can get some crap later from people who are like, "Why didn't you say me?" I don't understand. You had the opportunity. Yeah.
1: And then also, yeah, right? it'll
0: show us if they actually listen to the episode. You know, if they, right? if they, you see, right? you know, that's that's a bit of a challenge. That's a bit of a that's a challenge we can throw out there. But Chance, just a big thank you again. I will put a link to Chance's Instagram in the show notes today for everybody. I want to thank everyone out there who's listened and, and kind of come through this with us. Reach out to Chance if you want to talk to him. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram, of course, at Gourmet Goes Keto, on Twitter, at Gourmet Goes Keto. You can email the show at the fat guy forum at gmail.com. Or if you are interested in sitting down and working with me as your coach, we've got some time left in October where we've got that 10% off sale going on at road.com. Use code PUMPKIN and save 10% off all of my coaching services right now. So check that out if you're interested. And hit me up if you have a question about it. You just want to find out what it entails. You know, I'm more than willing to have a nice consultation with you before we even commit to doing some work together. So you got all that. You got those other links in the show notes of, of things for you to check out. My friends, take some inspiration from today's episode. Go out there and do something to amaze yourself because you are the most amazing people I know then come on back and catch us on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum.